So two weeks ago, you were saying. You said something would be really awesome to talk about, like, like that you were going to bring up. And you said we'll talk about it on the podcast. And here yeah, we are. Yeah, that was two weeks ago, and I done fucking forgot. I know. We need notes. Where's our Where's our organized personnel to keep this shit together? We don't have any money to pay those people, so they left. They were never really here to begin with, so. <laughs> right. So what what were we going to talk about? Well, what's new with you? What do you mean, what's the deal with me? I said, what's new with you, not what's the deal oh. with you. What's <laughs> the deal with coffee? Hmm. Um, what's new with me? Nothing, really. Not anything. Went bouldering. You always got some new bougie-ass shit going on. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You're like, oh, I'm going to go rock climbing inside. Just probably better because you'd hurt yourself outside. Yeah. You know what? That night I literally was like, I don't think I would ever do this outside. And then I just saw somebody doing it outside. And I was like, and I think I want to do that now. <laughs> and this is the problem. <laughs> that I go, I don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden, I want to do it. Because you'd, you'd go out and you'd be doing that shit all by yourself. And, and we'd never see you again. Yeah. So by myself. So... Yes. Yeah. But, but when you, when you do bouldering, you like bring a big, um, it's like a landing pad. I forget what they're called. I clearly am new to this, but you bring a giant fucking fluffy thing to fall on and you don't climb high. It's like the same thing, but outside with real rocks. It's not like actual rope climbing, which I hate. Yeah. You're never, I can never climb a rope in gym. But no, not that. Not that kind. It's it's not it's not the kind where you're like hooked to a rope. So bouldering is what you saw me doing in that video. But then the other kind is like where you have a rope and it's belayed to another human being, or you have an auto belay, and you scale up this forty. Well, like what, it's like what you think of when you think of rock climbing, like whether it's on a cruise ship or in like some building. I don't know. I don't know what you think of. I know what I think of. You know, when, like, they've got the little handholds and they're, like, screwed into the walls. and I mean, that's what I was doing over the weekend. That's bouldering. They, the bouldering just have, like, a bunch. I mean, all they all have different holds. So is there a difference between bouldering and indoor rock climbing? I mean, I think it's all considered rock climbing. All of it. But and is the minutia of bouldering different? Bouldering is, like, instead of... So rock climbing, when you're belayed in with another human being, they actually stop you if you fall off the wall. Right. Because you're tethered to a rope and you have all the carabiners and all this stuff, right? And it goes like 40 feet up. Like, I mean, like, that's like the legitimate rock climbing that you go really far up and you anchor yourself in blah, 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 blah. Bouldering is more like 15, 20 feet off the ground, maybe, and... The way that I see bouldering holds different front. I am no expert. None. I've done the belaying three to four times. And I've done bouldering once. Um, bouldering has more like the like shapes of the wall comes like it's like you're, it, they're, they're like giant boulders. And then like the holds are a lot different. Or the type like the way you get up is different. So like the wall is shaped like a giant boulder and you try to like 
gecko up the damn thing doing various gecko super muscles right whereas rock climbing is more the holds are like they're still the holds still vary but it's more straight up i mean they do kind of come out a little bit but there is differences. I like bouldering a lot better. Plus, bouldering to me is more mental, like um, like a puzzle to be solved. Whereas rock climbing, it's more about the different, in my experience, it was more about like the different holds. And there is some difficulty getting to some. And then once you're like 40 feet in the fucking air, it's terrifying. Even though you're safely. Anyway. Bouldering. It's a lot of fun. You should like, try it. Did that jingle? I am not doing that. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like heights. Same. I've never been very coordinated. You can work Lonely. on it. You can work on it. I don't have the money. <laughs> the first month is free, so you can do it for a month for free. The first month is free. Yeah, which like, you can go try the sauna. Ooh, wow! I can go hang out and do the sauna like. You sign up and go use that sauna. Where is this place? Mass Ave. Mm, it's like parking Downtown. difficult. No, they have a gigantic parking lot and then they have a parking lot like across the street. Nope. Because it's it's a building that I used to trespass in off of 70. <laughs> it's like over where like the Festivilla used to be. Do you know where the Coke plant is? Or Face? Spay and Neuter Clinic? Face has been there forever. I don't know. Do you know where the Coke plant is? Like at 10th and Mass Ave? Maybe. But it's like not where Mass Ave is downtown with all the like shoppy type things, but like at the end of Mass Do you know where the industrial complex is? Yeah, that's where like Festivilla used to be. Oh, yes. It is. The industrial complex is like on Mass Ave and this is. Okay. The industrial complex is south of the railroad and the bouldering place is north of the railroad. And it's like that only big building that was over there behind that that complex. It used to just be run down for fucking ever. Because I trespassed there like 12, 13 years ago. And this is the only thing that it's been that whole time. It's weird being in there. So what did you do in there 12, 15 years ago? Just walk around an abandoned building that has like fucking homeless people and piss and shit in it, you know? I don't know. You don't when when you trespass. Okay, so like it's an adventure. You're like, oh, look, this abandoned building. Let's go inside and see what we can find. Most of the time, there's fucking nothing in it, but it's like a creep factor. Have you never trespassed? Hmm. You've never trespassed? No. I'm trying to think. I think the worst I ever did was like walk around a graveyard at night. <laughs> really? You should try it. So I even did this just at Turkey Run the other day. So I needed water running water to go to the bathroom in this particular moment of my life and i prefer to use a real bathroom and not a hole in the ground so if i know where one is i'm gonna go to it so i went to the bathroom at turkey run inn and i noticed more doors were open than usual and i didn't have my kids with me so i was like we gonna go explore through the hotel so then i just started walking in all these various rooms you don't do that no <laughs> Really? That's really hard for me to be inconspicuous because I'm large. I, um, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it has like to do with the amount of confidence you have while doing the thing. 
So like I'm just walking around as if I'm supposed to be walking around in these places. I did it in Chicago in one of the oldest hotels they have. Um, I stayed there. I forget which hotel it was. But you can take the elevator all the way down. Just fucking go. Just explore. You've never been in an elevator in an old building and thought, I wonder what the basement is like. Let's go there. No. I did. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. And I try to do it in every hotel, especially the old ones, because the basements are creepy as fuck. And what's what's the your cat again? What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to be like, you're not supposed to be down here. Oh, sorry. OK. I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not like down there tagging anything. I'm not like what I found in Turkey Run was fucking snacks. <laughs> You found snacks? I found so snacks. Now you're, now you're a thief, too? No, you... I didn't take them. I just oh. took a picture, and I was like, look, snacks. <laughs> but there's, like, I don't... What kind of snacks? I'm intrigued. Just, like, chips and shit. Oh. From, from like, a, the, a conference that had been going on. Like, it's just a table full of mm. junk food that people had left behind. I have no intention on taking anything. But the fact is, like, you can go, like, what if one day I come up across, like, a fucking, like, old jail cell or some crazy-ass shit? You never know what you're going to find. Very true. So, like, why not go in the basement of one of Chicago's oldest hotel rooms or hotels and just, like, fucking explore? Why not trespass in a, an abandoned building? I don't know. Just never was like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go hang out with needles and piss. You never thought that that would be fun? No. <laughs> well. Your life is far more exciting than mine. <laughs> I... I don't know. So someone recently said that to me. Um, I want to give a nickname, but I feel like every nickname, Putt-Putt. <laughs> we were just talking about them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they had mentioned that, that like your life seems super exciting and interesting. And I'm like, well, isn't life as interesting as the human being who's like living it, though? Because, like, I mean, you live a life that doesn't add up to your level of poverty. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You need to elaborate on that one. Because you're always doing, like, hot yoga. You're always doing, like, these boulderings. And you're always doing, like, the uh, the silk lessons and mm -hmm. all that stuff. You're like, but you're, like, poor, like me. And I say that as this week we'll be staying at the Ritz-Carlton in Atlanta. <laughs> but that's right. paid for by somebody else. Right. Um, mm, I don't know if I would say that I'm poor. I say that I see I see my ship sinking. Yeah. And I'm still going to do all of these things. It's not responsible, and nor is it smart. But like, I have a choice to sit around at home and be bored out of my mind. And not feel like I'm getting anything out of life. Or I can just go do the things. And like like the bouldering thing is free. This month. Yeah. I can just cancel my membership. But are you? I don't know. It depends on where I'm at with all of it. Like I said, like I I can't not be active. So what am I gonna do this winter? Like I can't not be active i constantly have to move i actually my one friend rob was like you're gonna so he said this yesterday he was like you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're not gonna be able to move and you're gonna be dead and i'm like i think i'll be fine like i pulled a muscle while bouldering it's good 
it's perfectly fine. It was perfectly fine by the end of yesterday. But I think that's because I don't stop moving. Yeah. That, like, I'm just not hurt. I mean, I'm, like, I'm a little sore here. But, like, I, I'm not. My hands are sore, obviously. I mean, I can touch them and it's fine. But I feel it. I feel the palms of my hands. I'm aware. Um. So, yeah, I'll probably keep the membership for a little bit. But, again, it's not responsible. I didn't say I was being responsible. I think touching on that with you being sore mm-hmm. and still getting up and moving, I think that's something that a lot of us in our to our modern society is uh, adverse to, right? Being sore. Like, they, we, yeah. people look at being sore as a bad thing. Yes. Like, getting up and, oh, like, even with me, like, since we've gone – to the fair in, in August, and then, like, I pulled something in my foot. Mm-hmm. And every day since, it's bothered me. But once I get up and move, it's not so bad. But it's like that first trip down the stairs in the morning is kind of rough. Yeah. Because it pulls and it hurts. But then after that, it doesn't bother me until I sit down for a little while, then I get up, then it hurts. Yeah. So if I don't stop moving, it doesn't bother me. That's like my whole body. <laughs> but I think that's just the thing that we're, that in this society, we don't move enough. And I'm a prime example. I sit down all the all the fucking time. Yeah, I have like the opposite problem. Like I don't sit still at all. And I feel mentally a whole fucking lot better if I am moving. And so I feel like I just know that about myself. So you ask about like keeping that membership. I mean, if I'm not doing aerials and I'm not doing my hot yoga classes, probably because it's going to save me money. And then you can do, you could even, if you're the only person in the sauna, you can do your yoga in the sauna. Right. So depending on how big it is. And hot. How hot it is. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, you may, because a sauna is usually 180 to 220 degrees. Right. And hot yoga is 100 degrees. 100, 100, 104, whatever. Right. Have you looked into that sauna? I mean, have you been inside of it? No, but I think I'm going to on Friday. I think I'm going to do like a, I'll just say early morning class. I mean, this isn't going to air, but like, I don't, I don't want anybody to know what time I'm going to be at class on Friday. It's like, what if in a year I'm still at that class on a Friday? I'm going to do a morning class. And then I think I'm going to do this on after just to see how the teachers are in the sauna and just like, I don't know. But no, I haven't. I didn't look. They were just like, it's over there by the locker room. And I was like, I'm coming back for you. While it's no, is it, free. Now, is it is it is it two separate ones or is it just one? I don't know. Because a lot I literally of literally don't know. Because well, I used to go to Gold Gym back in like 2010 when it was around. Because it's not around anymore, is it? Not here. Okay. But uh, I went to the one on 86th in Michigan, mm-hmm. and they had like a basketball court, they had a a big uh, they had a swimming pool, they had all the equipment, and then they had like the uh, they had the sauna, but it was segregated. So there was a sauna in the men's room and like the sauna in the women's room. LA Fitness is the same way, I think. I, I haven't been inside those places. I think it's the same way. I don't know because I don't really care. I just want to go. I don't. I don't. The one thing is, like, I, I went one time after work because usually I'd go early, early in the morning before I went to work, mm-hmm. and it would usually just be me or if, like me and a buddy went to the gym together. We would be in there together. What do you wear in a sauna? Shorts. Okay. I mean. It, I'm just wondering if I should go get me a pair of like bike shorts or something, or because I wear yoga pants doing everything, right? So like, well, traditionally, you wear nothing, right? 
traditionally. We're talking about a public place. Yeah, and I imagine <laughs> if, if if it's attached to the locker room, then I imagine you could probably get away with a towel. That's true. But I don't know if I'd want to do that. And being attached to the locker room is also like a you can go ahead and take a shower right right away thing. Right. Um. Anyway, go ahead. So that's what I think. Like I always, well, for us, it was always uh, get done with our workout, mm-hmm. go sit in the sauna for a while, gonna go shower off, and then hop in the pool. Because mm. it was like gym, locker room, sauna, shower, or mm-hmm. shower pool all like it's basically no backtracking yeah and we did that i did that every day did that every almost every single day during the week i didn't go up there on the weekends because it was a far drive it was about 30 minute drive for me Mm -hmm. and i was two days off a week isn't bad right oh you're supposed to take rest days and then i would go sometimes i would go after work but going after work was a different scenario it'd be way way more crowded Mm -hmm. and the sauna would be like full you be sitting there, somebody like kind of whispering to themselves or like singing to themselves or something. You're like, okay, dude, shut up. This is like relaxing time. It's kind of dark in there. You need to shut up. I don't. I don't need to hear your rap. Your the rap you're writing. I don't need to hear that. So they at this specific place. This is not the sauna, but since I didn't look at the sauna and you asked about the sauna, I'm wondering if it's co-ed because is co-ed even the term that you would use in 2021? I don't know. I'm fucking old. Well, that's what I would say. Just just for the fact that. But that's, there, the, that's the terminology that I have. They are, the bathrooms, and I wish I could remember how they labeled it. I think it's like I think they just put like bathroom for everyone. Like the bathrooms are gender neutral. What's there this? we go. Gender neutral. Wouldn't it be the like connect? The correct 2021 probably term. Yeah. So there's so much nuance to that. I guess. What's the uh, what's the name of this place? North Mass Boulder. But their so their bathrooms are that way. It's fifty thousand square feet. Have you not seen this? I haven't. Dude, there's a video of a drone flying through it. It's badass. I'll send it to you. It's like a, it's a really long video. So it's not, I mean, unless you want to edit that out of this, but. I'm trying to see if they can show all like, they have weights and shit here too. Yes. It's a full gym. Okay. You need to look for the, look for, look, do um North Mass Boulder drone. There you go. You might, that, that probably work. Good call. Okay, yep. There you go. All right, hold on. What are you doing? I see what you're doing. We're not going to get any sound on here. I just kind of want to take a look at this real quick. Do you see what I mean about like the holes and stuff? Yeah. Bouldering. 
It's a huge facility. The cave. We got a DJ. Okay, there was not a DJ there the last time, so I don't think that's like all the time. Just to throw that out there. sell all the clothes. Yep, a little merch. The bougie cafe. Yep. You can get like a vegan soy latte. <laughs> Definitely vegan and gluten-free and shit. Conference room. Free Wi-Fi. Yoga studio. It is a cool, uh, repurposed old building. It's what I used to trespass in. Fitness area. Okay. This is $75 a month, though. What? Is that a bad thing? I can't afford that. Like, I was looking to go to, like, any, like, uh, like Planet Fitness for $10 a month and was like, that's steep for me right now. Right. Understandable. But at the same time. And I've already explained close. to you. I've already explained to you how much I. Yeah, you need to move. I get do. it. You need this. Well, and like a one-time pass, is um. Twenty bucks or something like that, like a day pass. So, I could even just go for twenty dollars. That's not going to be good enough. You need to go multiple times a week. I mean, even if I go once a week, it's cheaper to have a membership. Yeah. And I can do the sauna. And I could work from there. And look, there's an outdoor space with a fucking slack line. Which is my jam. So they didn't go into the locker rooms and show off the sauna, but it exists. The facility is amazing. I agree. Like, they did a great job. So. Yeah. Sauna. Bouldering. If this turns into a, you know, a thing where we can make money, then I'll totally join there with you. If? Well, I don't want to be, you know, presumptuous and rude. It's called... Manifesting? <laughs> I was listening Excuse? to uh, Bridget Fetissey, I think. Yeah, yeah. She was on Joe Rogan, and we was listening to that this morning. And she was they were talking about, like, the whole thing about, like, the secret. Yeah. And, like, you know, the only, like, manifesting, like, I'm going to have all these things, and this, my life is going to be this. But if you don't put any actual effort behind it, then yes. none of that shit's going to happen. Yes, there are a lot of people who argue that, and that's true. And the flip side of that is you only hear about the successes of doing those things, right? Like, you don't hear about people who are fucking manifesting and it never works. You don't hear about all of that. Because that happens, too. Because I bought the book. Okay, so I bought the I bought the secret. 
because I was think I didn't I wasn't quite sure what it was. It was like you were curious. I was curious, and it was like when I saw uh, everybody and their mom that summer reading Da Vinci Code. Yeah. When Da Vinci Code came out, mm-hmm. and I saw everybody and their mom reading that, I was like, "Well, what's this about?" So I pick up a copy and I read the book, and I've since read everything else he's written, except for he has some poetry shit that I don't care about. Why but don't you care about poetry? I just don't. <laughs> I was informed that I write poetry when I write my posts. I hardly read all of those. <gasps> <laughs> I skim them. <laughs> I get. And I, this I, is my point to what I posted earlier today and why I'm so fascinated by the interactions that I get. So, like, some people are deeply, we're totally derailing here. But some people, like, my sister was even like, Abby, you need to write a book. The things that you write about are such good reminders and they blah, blah, blah. Like, my sister has never in her life ever said anything that's supportive to me, ever. Like, she would, I literally cried because I was like, who the fuck are you? Why would you ever, this is weird. She's literally not one time ever told me that I'm good at anything and should do X, Y, and Z. Not one time. And she was like, Abby, the stuff that you write is amazing and you could totally write a book, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Yeah. I've told you you should write a book. Weird. Um, putt, putt. <laughs> putt, putt asked. <laughs> I can't say it seriously. <laughs> Do you know why it's putt, putt? No. Can you edit this out? Maybe. Then I'll tell you later. Okay. But then again, if I say what Putt Putt said, Putt Putt's going to know who Putt Putt is. (laughs) I'm not even sure I know who Putt Putt is. Yeah, you do. We were just talking about him downstairs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) He inquired if I was going to write a memoir. Because... The story in this specific situation was related to the last photo shoot that I had done. And I told somebody at the school drop off about it. Um, And she came back the next day. Did I tell you about this? Mm -mm. Okay, well, we'll save that for later. Anyway, going back to the posts and that I write poetry. Like, there are so many people who are, like, who know that I write the monologue and know me for it. And who are like this so inspiring? I mean, it's like I need fucking it. self. You got the fucking title. Just fucking write it. Oh, that's a good idea. Are you talking like Mom Along is like the book? Yeah. It's very interesting. I didn't even think about it that way. All I'm saying is like, like my coach went to her fucking salon. Okay, I don't have that many followers. I don't. I don't know who why why people are talking about me. I don't. I literally have like maybe 550 on Instagram. I don't know how many people on Facebook follow me. I don't even pay attention to that shit or how I would even go about checking that. But there, my coach went, my Ariel's coach went to her salon to get her hair done. And there was somebody there that she doesn't know was like, oh, you're Abby's coach. She does those monologues on Facebook. (laughs) What? You should probably go ahead and create a, uh, like a monologue page so people can follow it. So you can have a dedicated place for those mama logs so you can have them stored. Yeah, I thought about that. But you know what? I have that second Instagram account for transcending and it's too much. It's just fucking too much. Having all of these different things everywhere. I can't. It's just too much. 
I mean, I still have the Instagram. I'm not letting go of it because it is like the name. But eh, it's too much right now. I mean, really, you're going to type it out anyway, copy and paste it and just put it over there. Like what I But do, it's on Facebook. Why would I need to Well, because if you created a page in of itself and it's not a personal page, uh-huh. you don't have to do friend requests. They can just like your page and follow it. Can't they just follow me anyway? Well, you have to approve their friend requests or whatever. Or unless your pa- unless your posts are public. They are. Because all my shit's locked down. I'm public. I'm one hundred percent. What, what do you mean you're like, we're, we're doing this podcast what the fuck do you want to keep things private any like what, what's private anymore well the the what i keep private as my my personal facebook page is private because i don't post pictures of my kids or anything like that on there any or anywhere else but facebook got it okay so like the granddaughter i don't post pictures of her anywhere else really okay that makes sense she's out there some mm-hmm. but i but i've been more conscious of it yeah as of late Especially if we're doing this in a, broad, a wider, broader audience. Yeah. I want to be able to keep certain things, you know, away. And I feel like I don't – So I, one of my old friends has gotten very offended by how much I don't post my kids' stuff on social media. And I'm like ah. – like, she's like, you will promote this business and this person over here, but you won't put your kids' school stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want people to know where my kids go to school. I don't want to put my kids' personal information out there. I, I just feel like it's out of respect for them and their future selves. Now I have. I've gotten those posts taken down because Ensley was naked in her toddlerness, and we've talked about that, but, like, I don't know. I just, so I just don't do it, and it's out of pure – but I think it's just because, like, you are the grandpa – these are like ha- like these are my kids and have been since day one and I've had to think a lot about it for the last ten years. You know what I mean? Like, so I just don't. I used to. I used to post so much stuff about them and now I just don't anymore because I'm like whatever. Plus, I don't know. It's just not that. I mean, I say locked down, but I still got like almost nine hundred fo- like nine hundred friends on Facebook. Yeah, but I that's mean, not locked. Oh, can I tell you? I thought of you the other day. This is very off topic, but hi. Welcome aboard the ADHD train. <laughs> I hope the seats are comfortable. No, they're not. But you move around a lot, so it's okay. <laughs> um, my yoga studio is located next, we'll say next to a venue. I'm sure you know which one. Maybe in Broad Ripple. Kind of a big deal. Maybe when I tell you who was there the other day, it might make you aware of the venue it's located next to. Okay. So when I, the point I'm making is when I come out of the studio, especially on weekends, I see tour buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semis, trailers. And again, this part of me that likes to go into fucking sneaky corners of places is like, mm, bet I could have a lot of fun. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. I don't fangirl, really. But like, I could go meet those people and we could have a lot of fun. I know that for a fact. It's who I was during my teens. Okay. The other day, I took note. So, most of the time, it's just like an RV in a trailer. Like, it's not a big deal. And, like, they're not, like, a huge deal, but big enough deal. This time, there were two gigantic tour buses, RVs, two gigantic trailers, and one semi. Do you know which place I'm talking about now? Yeah. Okay. All squeezed into this little parking lot back here. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck pulling that shit in. That's all I have to say about that. Also, though, 
Guar was there. That's who, yeah, that's why there was a trailer and all that shit. No, I totally get that. So I saw all of this and I was like, Google, who's here? I don't pay attention to the sign when I drive by or anything. And so I was like, oh, I don't give a shit about them, but I bet that would be a lot of fucking fun. I've seen Guar a couple times. I'm sure you have. That's why I thought of you. <laughs> I wanted to see <laughs> it tracks. The, I wanted to see the opening band. That was, uh, opening band was uh, somebody I've seen before. Um, I've actually uh, hung out with their bass player, Shane Emery. Um, Napalm Death was the support. Yeah. And I've hung out with Shane Emery in a hotel room in Columbus, Ohio <laughs> during an ice storm. Awesome. He, he had come out to see my friend's band. And uh, for some reason, we all kind of got this ice storm hit and we were all just kind of stuck in this hotel room. It was fucking cool because telling all these stories and shit because they're from, they're from England. So this is why I'm like... One, I think it could be fun for both because I'm not like I don't. One, I don't fangirl really anyone. I don't fan. I don't fangirl myself. There's a few people out there that I would like to meet, and there's, I mean, yes. And there's people that I have met. Yes. I mean, I've met quite a few. But... I get stupid over hot men. Like if if you're my type, I'm fucking stupid. But I don't know if I would fangirl. I think I would just shut up. I would not be an interesting human being. <laughs> someone leave a faucet dripping. What does that sound? <laughs> Right, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it'd be that bad. Anyway, but, like, the fun part would be, like, I'm not, like, a huge fan, but you're an interesting person, I'm an interesting person, and having those conversations would be fucking amazing. And so, like, your experience, and that's why I'm like, God, every time I leave on a weekend from that yoga studio, I'm like, should I go, like, try, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sopping wet mess. So, like, not in the condition to be approaching a tour bus, right? Like, I got, I got put, like, I got to go get my shit together but i think i want to do it one time just to see where it would go i've never been on a tour bus is this a bad idea no i mean okay so I've should been... i just park over in the little corner just to like linger a little too long well, i mean <laughs> I've, had, I, I've wanted to go on tour buses before and i've done you know and I, so in flames was in town years ago mm -hmm. and my buddy bob uh was in a band and he was in a band called Burn It Down. Mm -hmm. And they toured with In Flames back in like the early 2000s. Burn It Down, In Flames. Love it. Okay. Okay. And because they had the same tour manager and shit. And uh, so In Flames was in town. They were playing the Mirage, the Egyptian room downtown. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were, I think it was them and uh, Mudvayne. Mudvayne was the headliner. So In Flames was a support. And uh, I guess I was walking up to the venue, and I guess Bob was on the bus, and he saw me. He was honking the bus horn at me. I didn't hear the bus horn. So I could have been on the bus hanging out with him. Flames. I ended up hanging out with him at the Rathskeller later that night anyway. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Actually, <laughs> Bjorn, I think it was Bjorn, was like trying to get a hold of Anders, and they're a Swedish band. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, well, they're in the United States. They probably give them U.S. cell phones. I'm like, here, here's my cell phone. This is like Nokia brick cell phone days, right? Yeah. Hand on my cell phone. Hey, you know, 450 minutes a month cell phone. Not unlimited like all the, yeah. the youngsters have now. You know, no color screen. But Hannah was like, okay, let's go ahead and give him a call. Because he's trying to get Anders to come over to the bar. We were at the Radscaler drinking these big ass beers. And, he'd be, you know, he dials the numbers. Like, oh, it's not working, not working. And I look at it and he's like, it was like, 
a long fucking number. He's trying to call Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. I'm like, whoo, thank God that shit didn't go. That'd have been like a $100 phone call. Yes. Just to, just to come to the bar. But it would have been worth it. Oh, it was, that was a fun. So that was also a weird experiment with myself that night because we were all hanging out within flames. And, you know, a couple of members like Daniel was still in the band and all that shit. And, uh, and there was a group of girls sitting at this uh, picnic table because we were out back drinking and smoking and all that shit. And there were these girls at the picnic table and they were talking about vibrators. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of turn, I hear this and I just kind of nonchalantly turn around and sit down and plant myself in this conversation. <laughs> totally Duh. totally unlike you? me to be an extrovert in that way, right? Mm. At least at the time. We're talking, you know, this is 20 years ago. Yeah. Ish. So this so, is one of your defining moments. Maybe, but not necessarily. It's a fun moment, but I don't want to say it's a defining moment. Keep telling the story and I'll explain why I think this is a defining moment. Well, there's other moments in my life that were more epiphany based and more defining, I think, than this one. But this one was just me having fun and me being mildly inebriated because we were drinking these tall heifer bison. But you don't think that that would be a defining moment in your life in which like so you just said that you don't normally like just plop yourself down in somebody else's conversation, but you had just done it and it was successful and it was fun. It was fun, yeah. Therefore, reinforcing to do it again. Yeah, but I probably haven't done as much as I probably should, so I wouldn't say defining. There's been other moments in my life where, in promotion of other bands and such, I had a band in town for uh, Midwest Music Summit. It was a thing that we used to do here. Mm-hmm. And I had a band in town, and we went down to like Broad Ripple, and we were trying to promote them, pass out CDs and such, because they had a showcase the next day. It was like a Friday night. They had their showcase Saturday night. So we were trying to make sure to get as many people in, you know, the venue as we could. So, you know, when the people come to see them play, it's a nice packed venue, right? So we're going around and I've always had a difficulty talking to people. You know, women doesn't really matter, anybody. Mm -hmm. But in this instance, it really was, that was the epiphany is I could go around talking about music to people, promoting this band, you know, handing out flyers, handing out CDs and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And totally comfortable, able to do it, look people in the eye, and not feel weird and, and ashamed and embarrassed because it was under the guise of music. Now, if I were to do it for myself, it would be a totally different, you know, like trying to talk to people for me. So then how are you going to promote this podcast? Oh, I'm that, but promoting is easy. If, if there's something behind it, I can do it. Mm. Got it. It's not necessarily just me. So how do you promote the podcast? Oh, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. To be continued. To be continued. But by the time you're hearing this, I am promoting the podcast. Maybe. Probably. Can you see the future? What's it look like? Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to look in like in the next few days where it's ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of amazing. I'm a little jealous because, well, in two weeks is my hand tattoo. And then a week after that. This side, this side. My right hand is next week. This will be in the spring. Um, poke tattoo. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, you sent me. Okay. Maybe you, you sent me something about the the artist that's going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to not tell very many people about it. Because I don't want her to blow up until after I have it. Because I'm very weird like that. 
selfish. I see it. <laughs> but I also have to like schedule another session with her because she's going to do my forearm too. And I can imagine it's going to hurt so fucking bad. But anyway, um, so then the week after that, I'm going to the UP. And so like you're going to the ocean and I'm like, did I make a mistake? I don't think I did, but. I don't even know. It's weird because like when we decided to do this, like I don't even know if I'm going to be able to share the room with her since she's going on this conference and she's staying at the, at the. Um... So where are you sleeping then? Well, I should be able to stay with her. I don't see there being a problem. Like it's only like one night. Like, I'm going to be getting down there Friday, and then uh -huh. we check out Saturday, and then we go and check into our uh, Airbnb Saturday evening. So, what's the hang-up then? What do you well, think? I mean, she just, she has, she's like, well, I don't know if we're going to be able to. I'm like, just ask the front desk that they're just going to Don't ask. Money. Well, they're going to need, I, I, she's not going to be there when I get there. She's going to have to, like, leave me a key or... or I mean, she could probably leave, just have them leave me a key so when I get there, because she'll be at the conference. Wait. Yeah, she I was could just say my husband. Like, yeah, yeah. like, you don't... Yeah. I'm I don't be... think it'll be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. And I'm going to, like, I'm going to school you on what my daughters did today, and I'm so fucking proud. Okay, so today is their, like, or this week is their, like, school spirit week. Yesterday was pajama or their, like, comfy clothes day. Today is fancy. And my girls were like, can you put eyeshadow on me? And I don't think they're allowed to wear makeup to school. It's an elementary school. But, but I, so I was like, are you guys allowed to wear makeup? And they were like, I don't know. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to make us wash it off. And I was like, yes. Yes. That's what you want. That's though. the fucking attitude to have. Like, so proud of you, babes. Let's put this shit on. And so I did. I did their makeup. I was just like, yes. There are moments where I feel like it is very appropriate to like do the ask for forgiveness, not permission thing. Oh, like it's not it's not always appropriate. You looking at how beautiful you are? What are you doing over there? Oh, just making sure my beard is in order. I don't want to be like all out here. I'm just making sure you look beautiful. Got it. I am beautiful. <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, I was super proud of them, and you saying that reminded me of. A TikTok that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so addicted. I have to. I have to like check myself. Um, it's easy to become addicted to that fucking app. Yeah, the algorithm on that. And thing it doesn't fucking, fucking help that like you can get sucked into the same shit on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube now because all those platforms all have a short video like TikTok. So they all get they. And I now forget which which one I'm on. I think, though, that with TikTok, it's the algorithm that is on fucking point. Like. Sometimes. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it yet. Anyway, so this dude was saying that, like, some chick judged him for his appearance. And I think this dude's hot. Did I show you the hot dude? that I was like, whoa. Mm, I don't okay, know. I'll have to send you a picture later. <laughs> I took a screenshot. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he's got long hair. Very beautiful man, in my opinion. So he was talking about how he had been judged by this. I think he said that she was skinny or something. I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, please remember that your definition of beautiful can be wiped off with a face wipe. And I was like, oh, 
Oh, that's fucking, that's a, that's a sick burn. It was deep too. That's a sick fucking burn. <laughs> yeah. I think. He I asked, think, go ahead. Well, I think that's like the difference between like male and female beauty, you know, because men traditionally don't wear makeup. Yeah. Where what you see is what you get. But I mean, like, yeah, if you can grow a beard, then, you know. Yeah. Or like, I don't like having like, I don't like having my head unshaved because uh -huh. I don't like that ring that you get of no hair. You know, like, we yeah. like, like I'm going to go work in an office or some shit. Right. Yeah. So this putt putt has made me see <laughs> what I find really attractive in a man. A little bit, and then, like, TikTok fucking honed in on it. We'll go ahead and say that. And it's honestly mostly about eyes, and I really like long hair on dudes. And I didn't realize that at all. Again, I'll show you the guy that I, <laughs> I think it's hot. He also, this morning, he didn't say this this morning, but this morning I saw that there was a TikTok he did that called Single Moms Happy Meals, because they come with a... <laughs> with a kid and uh, a toy or something like that. I don't even remember how he phrased it, but well, it was fucking on point and hilarious. Well, I always see on TikTok, they're always talking about like, you know, date single moms because they've always got snacks. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're even talking about. I just don't snack, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do try to carry those macro something bars that are full of rice um, syrup or whatever, but when you're hungry, you're hungry, you know? And I'm not, I had someone say that, um, cause I said I was addicted to bouldering and they were like, yeah, but look at those girls that go. Do you want to be like jacked like that? And I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not afraid of carbs and I don't like diet by any means, nor do I watch anything. I don't, you know how I eat. I don't eat horse shit all the time, but I'm not afraid of carbs. I don't restrict myself in any way. None of that. Second, people already point out how buff I am. Look at your muscles. You look like a fitness model. Blah, 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 blah. I, I think I'm already there, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> unintentionally. Is, it's not, like, an end goal of mine to be, like, jacked, but, like, and then in my experience, the girls that are truly jacked, they take shit, like steroids and stuff, because for a woman to actually be super fucking jacked, and I'm talking competitive level, I know somebody who does it, and she takes shit, like, scary shit. So, no, I don't think I'm going to get that strong. Like, I just don't think. And plus, climbers that I see are really lanky. Yeah, usually climbers are very th lean. Right. Because the less mass you have, the easier it is to go up. Right. You don't want to be you like, me trying to defy gravity isn't going to work. <laughs> right. Gravity's going to win. Right. So I might, like, and I don't even think I could get lean. Like, I just don't, I think this is, this is what you my body is. You are fairly lean. I mean... In comparison to the average, you're very lean. 
I'm 150 pounds, though. I just don't think I'm going to lose any weight. Like, I just don't think... Well, weight and lean are two very different things. That's true. But I just, again, I don't... There's not much more to be taken off of this body. Right. And I'm fucking starving. You're probably 20% body fat, which is not bad. But, I mean, when you're talking lean, you're talking losing body fat, not body mass. Right. Now I'm like, am I 20%? Did you just fucking... I pulled that number out of my ass. But, like, if you figure, like, the most jacked, like, lean bodybuilder when they're up on that stage. 20%. Like, so even, like. I was slightly offended when he said 20%. Well, but, I mean, it wasn't, you know, I mean, because you, okay, you take, like, the, like, a person who is about as low of body, body fat as humanly possible is Mm -hmm. usually, like, 7 to 4%. Are we talking male or female? Because it's male. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would imagine that means that a female would probably be what seven to ten. I don't know. You could Google that. Yeah. Like but... like what? I don't know. You're right though. Weight I mean, and weight and lean is different. And he wasn't saying lean. He was just saying how strong. And I'm like I'm fucking. People comment on my muscles already though. I don't, I don't see my muscles changing a whole lot. Maybe in my forearms, like my arms might become more defined. I don't know if average is what you're looking for. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're doing here. Fitness. All right. 20%. Look at you. But would you consider me athletic or fitness? I figure you're kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still run every day. Yes. You climb fucking rock walls. You fucking get up on... Drapes. Drapes. You're like a goddamn house cat. (laughs) Spraying everywhere. Leaving your scent wherever you go. (laughs) Do downward dog. (laughs) Something about style. I'm not sure what that is. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um. Oh, shit. Snacks. Let's go back to Happy Meals. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, I had dropped the boy off to school, and I had the girl in the car, and she's like, I want hash brown, hash brown. She says it's so cute. So I pull into McDonald's, and I... Waiting in the long line in the morning. It's like 7.30 in the morning, so it's long, long line. Mm-hmm. And in the time of me going through the line, she passes out. I order her the the breakfast, like the you know the mm. big breakfast platter that McDonald's has. I want a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, but keep going. <laughs> I'll tell you why in a little bit. <laughs> Shit, I think I'm going to go for it. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I think I'm hungry. I, think I guess so. Holy but, shit. Okay. But, uh. Why am I so hungry? You're pregnant. Um. No, I think, honestly, I think it's because I am so active that, like, sometimes my body's like, yo, bitch, not enough. Give me you're more. less than 20%. Why would that be less than? Because you need more. Your body's like, hey, feed me, Seymour. I, I do only, I do all of my movement before I eat, though. Well, that's good. I mean, so do you intake any calories before you, before you, before you work out? Nope. 
you don't have coffee or anything? Coffee's it, but I don't put anything in my coffee. Just so black I mean, like coffee? it's minimal calorie. Like it's probably like three. Yeah. Not enough to classify as an actual calorie. If there was a nutrient label, it'd be like less than one. Probably. Yeah. So you intermittent fast, sort of. Yeah, I do. Intentionally I like so I will um I eat so when like when I come here it's the earliest I eat breakfast because I know if I wait I'm going to be starving because since I go get my daughter I won't get home until like 3:30. Um so I eat based on that like last night I stopped eating at like 6:30 and I won't eat until I come back so 9:30 10 o'clock. I ate late last night but I usually eat more towards the evening. Usually I stop eating at between 8 and 9. And then I won't eat breakfast until 11 or 12. Because I have like... So what's that, 15 hours? Something like that. Yeah, and that's... 16 hours. That's a normal... That's where I feel best, though. I wouldn't say that's normal. There's a lot of um, health folks recommending women eat right before they go to bed and stuff, which I'm sure works for... Like, I'm sure it works for some, for sure. I'm not saying it doesn't, that it's not good for some, but like, the more I see, the more people are against intermittent fasting. Yeah, I, but I don't think they quite understand what the fuck they're talking about. Why? Well, I don't think we were necessarily designed to be grazers, eat right. all day. Because I mean, I think that I think <clears throat> where I ended up for a long time, for at least a year or two, I was doing like twenty-one four mm-hmm. or twenty-one three. <clears throat> where I would fast for 21 hours a day mm-hmm. and then have like a three hour meal window. Yeah, that's insane. But I felt fine. And, right. And it worked for me. There's a lot of reasons it worked for me because I had to be one of those insane fucking meal preppers where I'm like prepping all my meals for the whole week. I had to worry about paying for lunch. Mm-hmm. I had to worry about taking a lunch bag to work or remember to bring it home. There was a lot of things that it streamlined my life. Right. And I figure if you're going to do something, you know, drastic, you know, like for me, I had to lose a lot of weight. And I think if you're going to change your lifestyle, you need to fit it to what fits you. And right. not try to squeeze yourself into it, but squeeze, you know, it to around you, so to speak. That's what I was trying to tell people because I see a lot of people who are so worried about calories, and especially in the very beginning. In the very beginning, when you're trying to solidify, like, a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. worrying about, like, carb count, and then you're worrying about protein amount, and mm-hmm. then you're worrying about you know, how much fat are you getting, and then you're going to compound that by going, well, I've got this calorie window I want to be in. I want to be in a caloric deficit. I want to be, you know, I want to be at, like, you know, 1,400 calories a day or some stupid yeah. bullshit like that, right? Whereas someone like me... That would have derailed me from the fucking jump. Yeah. Just I, micromanaging all of it. Yeah. Try, well, not, not just like the tracking. Because then you see like, you know, MyFitnessPal and all that shit. And you're putting in everything you eat. Fuck that. I don't have time for That's that. That's what I mean. The micromanaging. Yeah, the like, micromanaging. Just, like constantly that. like fucking. But then and like, and then like trying to be in a, that caloric of a deficit. Like for me, I was. And for me to be successful, I knew that I needed to be full yeah eat enough because if i was hungry i was going to reach for whatever was closest like a mcdonald's breakfast sandwich yeah yes um 
Yeah, I I don't. Like I told you, I don't I don't pay attention to that by any I mean I fucking ate that chocolate cake. <laughs> I would love to know how much that was. It was so rich. Have you ever had a piece of like candy that you put it in your mouth and you're like, "Oh my god, this is so rich. It's velvety. It like that cake, every single bite of it was that. I don't know. I mean, it had glitter on it, too, so let's talk about bougie. And then Austin said that Oprah had even eaten that kind of cake, and I was like, what? He's the one who brought that to me. He you brought know? you the cake? Yeah, he got, he got me that cake. What was the cake for? I wanted cake. Oh. Literally because I wanted chocolate cake. Um, So... Austin, you're going to totally hear this, and I'm so grateful you brought me that piece of cake. Holy shit. Um, but I, I don't count calories or, like, any of that. I'm sure at some point, like, my my craving of whatever food will be balanced by something. Like, or I watch it. Like, if I have a piece of cake like that and I want another one the next day, duh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like, but, I mean, I think that there's, I mean, and people, I see there's there's so many extremes Mm-hmm. I see so many people who are like, you know, you can't limit to what you eat. You can't say no to this food. I'm like, but you have to set boundaries for yourself. You yeah. have to set boundaries in all aspects of your life. You have to set boundaries with food too. Like someone like me, I have to be consistent and vigilant because if I allow myself to have like, too many cheat meals, mm-hmm. then it just becomes the norm, and that then then I'm then I'm backsliding into my old habits. Right. So I have to be very vigilant with what I do. So yeah, I do, but I'm like my cheats are usually planned. Yes. And they're structured, mm-hmm. so that I know that I, we're going to have Thai food or we're going to go have sushi. You can look forward to it. Looking forward to it mm-hmm. because it becomes it's not necessarily a reward because I don't necessarily think food should be a reward. Yeah. Because then it becomes kind of like fucks your head a little bit. And yeah. That's, and that's where, like, you know, then it's like, well, man, I uh, I showed up to work today and I wasn't late, so I'm going to go get ice cream. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you start to have any kind of excuse to get that reward, right? Yeah. And so that's why I'm doing, like, that the carnivore challenge that I'm doing where I'm just eating the meat, eggs, and whatever, right? I'm, like, pretty much, like, halfway done with it now, like, less than two months to go. And you're going to do it through the holiday. Yeah. Is that intentional? It was not. It wasn't a well thought out plan. (laughs) So it was a numbers (laughs) game. Yeah. It was, okay, there's a, I was like, I was like, I can do a hundred days of carnivore. When's a hundred days to, you know, like, you know, what's a hundred days at the end of the year? Oh, September 21st. All right. I'm in. And I just started it. And I was like. Well, I mean, it got me through Halloween. I didn't have a single piece of candy. Uh-huh. I haven't had any cheese. I haven't had any coffee, no cream, no nothing. Are you still losing weight? Eh, I haven't been paying attention. My pants are fitting better. Yeah. So that's always a plus. Yeah. But then again, I don't know, like, are my pants fitting better because I'm actually wearing pants? <laughs> I was going to ask how that's going. <laughs> but, uh, like, well, I'm not wearing real. I, I decided to wear the gray sweatpants today. That's you. that's why I was going to ask how it's going. I yeah. noticed you were wearing sweatpants and you had told me that you were, like, getting dressed every day. I did get dressed yesterday. 
I think Mondays is usually when I do that. <laughs> but I mean, it's just so weird to wear clothes because they're not comfortable anymore. I used to think that, and now I'm comfortable in my clothes. It's the it's the darndest thing. Well, because even when I would go to work, I would come home, and I would take my clothes off mm-hmm. and change into pajamas because, well, the clothes that I wear attract cat fur. Mm-hmm. And I don't want cat fur all over my clothes. It's called a lint roller. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's if I could eliminate It'd that. It help you stretch, because then you have to, like. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I try to eliminate unnecessary steps from my life here. <laughs> and lint rolling myself. And is, here I am, intentionally adding all of those steps to my life. Yeah, I'm trying to stream my streamline my my existence here. My life is streamlined too in a way. What did I notice that I did the other day that I was like, I wonder who else does that shit. Oh. Uh, so I have a water dispenser at my house, super old house, doesn't have a water softener by any means. Who the hell knows what the pipes are made of or what's been in them? So I get reverse osmosis in the jugs and we do a water dispenser, but it's a ceramic thing that sits on the edge of this like counter situation in my kitchen. Directly under it is the water dish for our cats. Because if it drops, if it drips any water, if anybody spills any, it goes directly into a bowl and you don't have to clean it up. Is that not genius? I mean, I have little kids. Perfect. Right? But like streamlining life. Like those are the things that I do. But when it comes to like movement and all of this shit, I like intentionally add extra steps instead of eliminating them, which is why I'm laughing. Because that's hilarious. So last week I went to the football game. I went to see the Coles game. And my buddy Phil took me and he is a blind gentleman. Okay. And um, we parked and we walked a couple blocks from the car, the parking garage. We went up some stairs. So I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit too. So as, as sure of myself as I can be. Uh-huh. And as self-conscious as I can be, we are in this parking garage, and we're at the Westin downtown, mm-hmm. which is not the most swanky hotel downtown. Yeah. But coming up out of the stairs into the lobby of the Westin, I just felt so, like, out of place. And I'm just wearing, like, black pants, black t-shirt, no logos, nothing, black shoes, watch beard you know going into public i don't wear like i don't wear like elaborate clothes i just try to like not stand out very much even though i know i'm going to Mm -hmm. but you know it seemed like everybody was staring at me and i don't normally get that feeling but it was one of those like we come out of the garage we come out of the parking garage door like the stairs the stairway and i'm like i wasn't quite sure where we were going I was just looking for the front door, like the door to get out. Actually, yeah. I was going to look for a restroom, but then it felt awkward. So I was like, well, we'll fucking take a piss at the stadium. That's what we did. But it was just the, one of the weirdest times, like, coming out and people were sitting there enjoying themselves, like, in this hotel lobby. And they're just looking at me, like, and I'm like. But were they actually looking at you? Well, they made eye contact with me. So they were looking at me. So it wasn't like I was making that part up or like self-conscious about that, but, and everyone was laughing and having a good time, but it was just weird to me. And I don't know why it was weird to me. 
like why it was why it made me feel self-conscious like maybe it's like i wasn't ex- anticipating coming up into the lobby the way that it was and beat so many people there's a lot of times when i'm in a hotel lobby there's nobody there i mean when's the last time you've been in a situation like that too oh, a long time probably so i mean i'm sure there's so many aspects to it right yeah like I felt that way at first when walking up to go get Ensley from preschool. But then now it's just like, eh, whatever. And then, so then we, we, we go out, we go through like the gigantic, you know, like revolving door. Uh-huh. And we're walking with all the other people heading to the game. And, and you can kind of get an idea of all the, how people are lemmings, right? Yes. Because, like, when you walk up to the stadium, there's, like, begin- in front of the stadium, there's thousands of people. hmm And they're all trying to go through the front. Yes. We walk, uh, like, 100 feet around the corner, and there was, like, an entrance where there was nobody. Just, like, walk right in. <laughs> through security. There's like, all these thousands of people trying to get through security, and we get right over here, and there's, like, we're right in. Which makes sense because I'm trying to help a blind guy get through security. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring his stick. I wish he would have brought his cane because I, there's, I'm not so much as well versed. There's some things that like I that that kind of happened that if I would have been better at it and you disappeared for some reason. I see it. It's fine. Just keep going. I'll just be black for a minute. <laughs> I just disappear. Don't worry. I'll come back. Well, you're still getting your audio, so it's That's fine. That's why I'm saying um, keep going. So we uh, get him through. Like I mean, there's just some things that I'm not so educated on or things that I'm not paying attention to mm-hmm. when it comes to helping him navigate things. And so like we're walking through the stadium and he wants to go up the escalators and I'm looking for the escalators and I don't see them right away. So we, I, I see like one of those, like, um, like incline walkways. So we go up one of those and they're like, are you talking like, like what's in an airport? So like, like the walkway, you can stand, it's like a treadmill, but it's a really long walkway. And this one is inclined. No. No, this is actually like you're trying to walk up a big distance without putting a lot of strain on yourself. So like not going up like six flights of stairs, you're going like all like way out of your way to go up. Like it's like a oh, low okay. grade, but a long time to get you up high. Okay. And he was not thrilled about this. And I'm like. I don't know where I'm going. So we finally get off on the next le- the next set of levels or whatever, which is like halfway to where we needed to be because we were in like the 600 section. Uh-huh. Like the tippy top type shit, right? Yep. And so we no were... Leads. Yeah. And we got up into like the f- three and 400 section. Uh-huh. So then we found the escalator. So we went up the escalator and then we, then we got to our section and it was better. But I was just, I felt bad because he was like, oh, I don't want to walk this far. And I was like, I was kind of like, well, I'm kind of enjoying walking. And yeah. I, but then I was like, well, I don't want to be a dick to him. Can't please them all, man. I know. But I mean, you know. What kind of watch is that? You keep looking at it and it's got me interested. It is a Samsung um, Gear Fit 2. What's it telling you? I got a text message from the boy. Mm. I really want an Apple Watch. I, 
I kind of want an Apple Watch, but I don't want to. I don't want to give into the Apple ecosystem. I want those new Apple laptops, though. But it's like five thousand dollars. Listen, listen. Are you talking about the ones with the? Uh, what is it called? I don't know a whole lot about the internal parts of computers, but I know Apple just came out with their very own. Um, the chips, the M1 Max, the M1 yeah, Pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, join the Apple world. I can tell you that right now. Also want that. Also have realized with all these videos and stuff that I'm using, I'm going to need a better laptop because mine is seven years old. And even like that video that, that we took that one time, it wouldn't go to my computer. It was just like, no, we just, just can't. Sorry. So, um, but yeah, I want an Apple Watch. It'd be nice. I think I need one. Do it. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. I get it. So that's why I want like that top end. Uh, that top end. Uh... I'd rather have a tattoo. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Top end. The top end IMAX, like the, the MacBook Pros. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the the Max ones. So I was watching because uh, there's a YouTuber that I like. Is MKBHD. Okay. Marquez Brownlee. He uh, compared the Max to a uh, to his twenty five thousand dollar setup yeah i mean i have so my my laptop is old but i have the like highest macbook pro you could have at that time i love it i've literally never had a problem with it the only problem i have with it now is like the gap of technology between now and then and it still operates perfectly fine yeah it's amazing i want it's like i like how well it performs mm -hmm. but i don't want to switch over well the only thing i would use it for would be video editing so then what would you need to switch over i probably wouldn't really need to switch over anything i think the hardest part would be transferring all the saved passwords <laughs> well i use a uh a password site for that mm. which one uh fast pass or something like that mm -hmm. something yeah. like that I have one password, and it's amazing. But I only use it for work stuff. Otherwise, my shit's probably going to get stolen, but that's okay. Well, it's not if your livelihood depends on it. I mean, I've had my identity stolen before, multiple times. Yeah, but now there's more at stake here. Is there? Well, your income is in the process of being your social media income empire that you're building here. Am I building one? I'm very confused by it, to be honest. Everybody seems so positive that it's happening, and I'm like, I don't see it. That's all right. That's probably for the best. <laughs> That's all you have to say. How? Well, I mean, you don't want to necessarily be like, I'm doing this shit. I'm going to be a success. I'm going to be, you know what I mean? Like, and then be mm -hmm. a big, big cunt bag about it. I don't think I could ever be a cunt bag about anything. But I really do want a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, sincerely. Dude, that pho that I got the other day. Oh, the pho? Oh, my God. I want some. I gotta oh, wait. my God. It was so good. I'm so freaking grateful Jedediah brought that to me. Like... Thank you. 
So whatever human being wants to bring me a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. <laughs> so the thing about that is I, I like I used to get McDonald's breakfast sandwiches anytime I went my hand looks bad. Anytime I went to um it's like burning holes. <laughs> that look kinda gross. Um anytime I went to the dentist, my mom would take me to McDonald's afterwards and we would get like a an orange juice, a hash brown. Do they still do fucking mon- Monopoly? Yeah, every once in a while. It's like once a year. That's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Even after the scandal that was there. There was a scandal. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's a whole I... documentary about it. Shit. Counterfeit Monopoly? Uh, not so much. It was they knew where the pieces were, and they were having people turn those pieces in. But they had to be, like, disconnected just enough. So it was a fixed game. Yeah. So it was marketing. Well, it was. I feel like it's very marketing. It, the, they didn't realize that it was fixed. Like, I McDonald's didn't know. Ow. It wasn't people who worked for McDonald's. It wasn't people who worked for the marketing company. It was people who made the pieces. The actual people who made the actual pieces. I How think. are they not associated with McDonald's? Well, I mean. And where's this documentary? Because now I feel like I need to watch it. It's on HBO Max. There's so many, like, I, I really loved when it was, like, just Netflix and just Amazon Prime. Maybe a little bit of Hulu, but we all knew that Hulu sucked at that time, right? Because they were just the three. And now it's, like, fucking everything everywhere. I'm like, I can't. Do you know what's crazy, well, That's though? why piracy's coming back. Do, do you know what's nuts? Is 15 years ago, I swear to God, I was like, we need to be able to customize the channels we want for our cable. I said that forever. Yes. But they didn't want you to do that. And now you can't. You can. Now, the one thing... Now, the, now the thing about this... It's not through cable, though. No, 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 it's, no, no. This is... So, like, this is, like, a we had this idea, right? And then, right. like, who knew what it had actually looked like? Right. But, like, bro, we called this. But, I mean, if you really <laughs> wanted... So, like, I have HBO Max because we get it free through our cell phone service. Mm-hmm. We got I five probably, lines. I fucking probably do, too. I just don't care to... But the thing is, like, really, you don't need... You know, like, chances are, each month... You probably only need one mm-hmm. each month. And if you just basically churn that, so like, okay, you know. You're like free month. Well, well, a lot of them don't even give you free months anymore because mm-hmm. of people will do that. And then like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you usually get like a free, like free, like seven days trial now. Touche. And I've done that just to watch a movie before. Yes. Because I'm like, I really want to watch this movie. Like I've got, I've got a live stream tonight where we talk about, um. Escape from New York, and I've got to watch that sometime tonight because I haven't watched it in eons and eons. But, Who are you doing these live streams with? Is it just you? Uh, my buddy Nick. It's his uh, 32 Flavors of Nick Weiser. 32 Flavors, huh? Yeah. It's and one of my favorite songs. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, we're going somewhere else with all this shit, weren't we? Uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, then you just like, HBO Max. have like Netflix and have Netflix for a month cancel it and then sign up and then get your Hulu for the next month. And like, and you can, there's, um, there's a, uh, there's an app on your, you can get on your phone called just watch mm-hmm. and you can plug in. So if you want to cycle these shows, you can plug in like which ones you have. Like I wouldn't cycle out HBO max cause it's free, mm-hmm. but, and then Amazon prime, I will keep because you pay for it per year. Yeah. So, and I would, I mean, so I'd keep that. So those two are going to be a constant. 
But basically, it's an app. You plug in what services you have, mm-hmm. and then you can look at what's coming out, what came out yesterday, what's coming, you know. So like, you can plan it. You can, then you can start planning, like, what's coming. Like, and, you know, like, if you're waiting for Stranger Things to come out mm-hmm. on Netflix, and you just watch everything you can watch in a month on Hulu, and then switch over to Netflix, and then the next month do Showtime or whatever, whatever you want to have each month. Mm-hmm. And just binge the shit out of that but i'm lucky and my friend's mom lets me have her netflix account like anytime i log in i'm like oh i love you julie thank you (laughs) you know like she's the best did i show you pictures of the halloween party that i went to i don't think so you fucking walk in and it's a full bar like like she hired a company to come bar. You don't, you tip the bartender, but you don't pay for the drinks. A full service bar. She also special orders, not only cupcakes when it's like, like when I go there and it's uh, somebody's birthday or something and they're going to have cupcakes, she will special order cupcakes for my kids. There was an entire big-ass bowl of only candy that they could have. I also got a an adult, um, like, goodie bag, and it had whiskey in it. Speaking of that, I did look at Costco, and I haven't been able to find that, uh, that's, that Johnny Walker sampler, though. Which Costco did you go to? I have been to... I've only Well, I've only looked at the new Avon one. I haven't been to, like, 86th Street or anything. So I got to go there today. And I will look. Okay. And I will buy it if it's available. And I have no idea why I'm that interested in whiskey. But I did see somebody who was like poking fun at girls who like whiskey. And I was like, oh, that fucking tracks. So there's that. I have no idea why I want to fucking try whiskey in that capacity. I mean, I mean, I've had whiskey, but I don't understand what's happening. I really don't. I did stop drinking again, even though we're talking about getting whiskey and having it. So sober October is, uh, so I mean, now we're in no nut November. Why? Why do we know nut November? I didn't say I partake in that shit at all, but that's what it like is. That's the worst month to start something like that. Like we could, like, why can't we know not in January when we're all like dying or like February, the shortest month of the year. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I like no, not November. Like there's a, it, there's a jingle to that, but like, let's really think this through. <laughs> we're, we're, we are going from Halloween to Thanksgiving. Do you really not want to get off? I don't understand how anybody could do that at all. I mean, listen, fucking been in it for long enough that I seriously consider being a nun and just saying, fuck having sex ever again. But like, I, although I guess technically masturbation, can you, you can't masturbate with no nut November, correct? Well, that's the whole point. That's what I'm saying. So the, the, as that shit just came out of my mouth, I'm like, well, masturbation's still a thing. Because <laughs> nut, 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 nut. Yeah, got it. I, in those moments, realized what I was saying as it was coming out. You're just trying to find loopholes. No, I'm just, like, really fuck sex with other people because it's complicated AF. Drama. I didn't even follow up with you, but I will. Um, Speaking of, 
But what I'm saying is, is can we think this through? Can we come up with like a cooler, like fuck free February? Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> in a month where we're all dying, we, have, we haven't seen the sun in months. Like it's 28 days, occasionally 29. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Can we come up with something like that? But like, like November? I mean, I can get, like, no shave November. Yes! Okay, we'll show up to Thanksgiving all scruffy. Who cares what our what our families think? I mean, I'm still going to shave my head. I'm going I'm going away for Thanksgiving. I haven't even told anybody in my family. Like, nobody in my family has asked me what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. My sister knows because I'm going, the cabin I have is, like, through her husband's family. But, like, nobody's asked me what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. Guess what I'm doing? Running away. Hopefully going to see the Northern Lights. I have a story to share with you, but I don't... Damn it. There's so many things that I want to say that I can't say on this. Yet. I feel like maybe in a year or two it might be safer for me to, like, jab at some things, you know? But now it might be a little too... A little too fresh. A little freshy-fresh. With the human beings who are ecstatic about my existence anyway that's all i have right now there was something earlier that i was going to say to you and i was like we'll bring it back adhd train what <laughs> terminal was that <laughs> i mean we started talking about like the colts game and nope, we about the colts yeah i don't i don't really mean that but like i don't care about the colts i mean i went it was an it it's it's impressive which part? That you're still paying for the RCA Dome and that you went to this fucking stadium? Yeah. Which part impresses you? That nobody has to wear a fucking mask, nor do you have to prove your vaccine status because it's a sporting event, but the rest of the city is in fucking arms about, like, you can't go see the orchestra without how many boosters. Like, what the fuck? Which part is impressive? <laughs> well, I wasn't opening that can of worms, but I now did. it's open. I did, because I'm frustrated as hell it makes no it, other than like oh we see your political parties going on here or we see how much money like the orchestra is private right and i guess sporting is too to an extent but sporting also brings in well there's so public much money, money. Well, the, 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 so a lot of private money and a lot of public money went into that stadium so with yes, the and financing, it brings, and in, it brings in revenue for the city. From out of the state. Mm -hmm. On a much larger scale than the fucking symphony that is Indianapolis Symphony. Like, it's not like our symphony is... But, I mean, people are also going and screaming at the symphony. Like they do at the Colts game. I do an hour-long hot yoga class. <sighs> for an hour. You breathe like that. There's part of it where you literally go... <sighs> In this room. This very moist sweat and moisture running down the wall room. And has a single person gotten COVID from hot yoga? No. All right, then. But this is what I'm saying. Is like, what are we doing? Do people really? No, people don't act like that at the orchestra. Do they really? I don't know. I haven't been to the orchestra since like when I went in like middle school or some shit. I don't think proper people in proper clothes who do proper things like that scream at an orchestra. This is not like Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> it's not like Circle Pit during Brahms. 
This is like Ray. This is Indianapolis Symphony. Symphony. Beethoven and the Wall of Death. <laughs> right. I don't. I just. I. I see it as. I. I. Being in the groups that I'm on on Facebook for living in the city and having ideas of what to do and like where I live. I see the political things going on there. There's definitely political too. I mean, like the thing, like you can test people who haven't had the shots mm -hmm. who have had COVID and their, like their immunity is like through the roof and people who have had both shots, their immunity is like way down. Like it's like, like it their ability really, to fight it off. Yeah. Their ability yes. to fight it off yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, is, so it's like, to me, it's, you can't sit here and tell me you can't question science because then you invalidate the science. Yes. Because if you can't, the whole fucking point of science is questioning science. Yes. And you've got somebody who is lied to Congress about the whole like um, research aspect of the whole COVID bullshit. Yes. And then they've actually found out, but no one bothers to come back and go, oh, well, we're sorry that we call these people conspiracy theorists when it would actually turn out to be true. Well, uh, of course, because you want to sweep it under the rug as fast as possible and change the topic. Right. Because you're invalid, you're, you're discredited. Now, and I, I mean, is it probably okay that we got a lot of people vaccinated? Probably. Right. I'm not, it's fine, but I'm just saying this, we're too all over the place. Yeah, I don't care. We're too fucking all over the place. Yeah. And I think that I only care because of school. Well, I guess... And because I, I feel like... So my kids have autoimmune issues and they're not vaccinated. Nor will they be. Are you frozen? I think so. I keep, like, randomly freezing. Um, so my kids aren't vaccinated because they have autoimmune issues. Um, and... I am growing concerned that all of the politicalness of this is going to affect um, them being in school. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the part that I'm concerned about. Why is it so delayed and stuff today? Glitchy. It's just being fun. Technology. I really want to know what I was going to say earlier, and I was like, we'll come back to that. Are you going to edit this out? Probably. Hut Hut is Colton. You know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the reason why... Please edit this out. The reason why he was called Putt Putt is because he's staying at the abandoned go-kart track. Oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. So my friend was like, Putt Putt. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at his circumstances, which is why I don't want to say it on air. So, it's I mean... It's not funny, but it, it will be eventually. Oh, of course. And I think, like, just the immunity thing, I think there's just so many things that... I think it's just being played in a way to play us against ourselves. Plays against intentionally. I, I believe there's some intention behind that. Do you think it's intention behind native people to the United States or foreign countries, or have you not thought about that? There's probably some. There's a lot of intervention with with foreign entities. Yes. 
That's why I'm asking. And that's that's why I'm I mean, that's really... been proven. They've been doing that. They've been setting up all kinds of shit like that, like different protests across yes. the street from each other and shit. Yes. And you can't deny that, that that's got something at play here. Yes. And that is why I'm really, really careful to get into anything that I see regarding COVID on the internet. Like, there's a lot of people who are huge into speaking out against everything based on only information that, like, other fucking social media How many people, people get their information and their news from memes? Right. Or just, like, other people who are spewing information on Instagram. There was a... The, so like, there live. Was... Like, the, the, the IGTV stuff. And, like, like, so that is what I see most people referencing. And I am just really careful to just blindly agree to it. Well, there's a lot of things, like, there's a thing that uh, that Chandra or the, you know, found the other day. Uh-huh. I like I, how you just totally caught yourself saying her name and you were like, fuck. Well, that's what, it's what it is. So... Like the other night, like last night we were talking and like there was a thing about Robin Williams and it was like Robin Williams was uh, very adamant on any film set he was on that they had to hire a certain number of homeless people to work the film set. But then like there was no way that they could actually prove that as fact. Like that he did that? Yeah, that he actually did that. It supposedly came out shortly after he killed himself. Mm. And like I that think was his humanitarian thing. I guess to make it more human or whatever, but I like, but they haven't been able to prove that. Mm. So I don't necessarily know how true that is. Yeah. Or if it was, I mean, maybe he did it once, but I mean, that doesn't that, to me that doesn't make him less of a person. That just means people say stupid shit and it becomes fact. Yes. Yes. And do you have an opinion on five G? It's just faster fucking internet. Do you think it's microwaving people? Probably not. Because there's like a 5G tower outside of my house. And I don't... I don't necessarily know how good it is for you to live right under a tower. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, we've known that. And they're, like... they're everywhere, though. I live in the city. They're, they're on like every corner. Like they're... Yeah. It is just very matter of fact. But at the same time, so like... like there's not a lot of them around here. Right. And, and this is my argument with, like, airplane mode. When I lived in my old house, I would put my phone on airplane mode for multiple reasons. One, I don't want to get bothered by anybody at night. And now that I'm divorced, I feel like there needs to, like, I need to have an open communication all the time, especially when I, my kids aren't with me, just in case, like, like, the day Ansley went to the hospital, I needed to be able to, like, answer my phone whenever possible. Um, not that I don't trust that my ex-husband can't take care of things, but say something happened at three o'clock in the morning and I needed to know he needs to be able to reach me. Um, uh, but I did used to put my phone on airplane mode for multiple reasons, not just, I don't want to be contacted, but also because I don't want my Wi-Fi. And like, I, I feel like when I'm away from the city, I do feel so much different than when I'm in the city. Is that because of 5G tower? I highly fucking doubt. But here's my point. If you live in the city and you're going to put your fucking phone on airplane mode, what about all of your fucking neighbors? What about that street light out front? You really think it's going to make a difference that your phone's turned off? I don't think that has a one bit of difference. It's like living under the power lines, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like that, When you're living in the city and you do that, like, what? <laughs> I mean, you've got electric wires running through your house. Right. I mean, but I mean, like there are there are extreme. Um, what is his name? Damn it, Ben Ben Greenfield, Ben Greenfield. 
I think it, I think that's his name. He talks about his entire house is like on a fucking timer. And there's certain things that will just be turned off at a certain amount of time, especially like their Wi-Fi and all this stuff. Like he's huge into that, or it used to speak on it. I, I, can, I, I can I can go through my phone and pause individual devices on my Wi-Fi. I know, but I'm talking about like whole house breaker off. Yeah, I just don't know that that's necessarily something that everybody can do. I mean, we could. Yeah, it's not but realistic. It's not necessarily realistic. No, I don't think for it the is. average human being. No. I just think like. There's so much promotion of turning off your phone or, like, putting it on airplane mode that I'm like, but, like... Well, like, with my phone, I don't have any notifications. Like, like the only thing, like, the only thing that comes to my watch are text messages, phone calls, mm -hmm. and alarms. I get notifications, but they're silenced. So it won't chime or make any noise, but if I, like, glance over at my phone and, like, look at the screen, it tells me. And that is because I check it less. When I know what notifications are there versus if I don't know if I have a notification, which is really fucking stupid. But when you're trying to build a social media empire. It's true. And when it relies on, like the algorithm relies on how quickly you respond to somebody's comment or whatever. Um, I don't really care that much about that. I know that it matters, but at the same time, I'm still going to put out the same amount of content. I'm still going to reply to everybody's stuff. I'm still going to post the same amount I'm going to post. I don't necessarily yeah, it, look at it every every 10 minutes. Because I, I try not to because I feel the more I interact with it, the less productive I am, the yeah. less content I get out. Because I haven't put out content in like two weeks. For sure. And that's the point. They just want you to be on the app and not, I mean, they want you contributing as well. But there's, there's a tipping point too to where you, um, like obviously during this, I'm not going to check it. I don't, if I'm working... The notifications will wait. So I don't, like, just because the notification goes off doesn't mean I respond to it. But it it makes it so I don't have to question whether or not I need to be responding to it. Or, like, it's just something like, like the laundry basket in my living room. I see that it's there and I will get to it when I can. But if it's not there, I do wonder and I get in there and I look. It's just this weird mind fuck, and it makes no sense and I know it's not going to work for everybody, but... So I think if I get to a point where I have enough money, where I, enough Good money luck. is, enough money is, well, I should say when I get to a point where I have adequate money to live a certain life, like where I, I'll basically get to the point where I have two phones. For what? One phone for work. Mm -hmm. Social media will be work, obviously. Got it. All that shit, then a phone that's like just like, number. just the personal number, yeah. just the normal, yeah. that like if that phone rings, it's one of a handful of people, people that I actually know. And if it's this phone, then it's business. It's whatever. Got you. Joe Rogan. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I hear him talk about that shit. He, I'm surprised he doesn't have like fucking, he has like three fucking phone numbers. I don't know. He's A, B, I and C. He says he changes his number a lot. Like yeah, he does. I but I mean, you'd get a figure he'd have to because people start. His Passing number. out numbers and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. You get weird fucking text messages from people you don't even know. I literally refuse to give out any information Unless I ask someone permission still. Like, um, it happened with my ex-husband and, so my daughter's friend, she wants to, like, hang out with her friend over the weekend, and he was like, can I get so-and-so's parents' numbers? Well, I had, I asked the parent 
if it was okay if I gave their information out first. And I knew, like, duh, it's going to be fine. Duh. I went and picked up your child. You didn't meet me. You have no idea who I am. I picked up your child, drove them to a lake, put them on a boat, and I drove them around on the boat. Like, you trusted me that much. I'm sure you don't care if I give your number to my ex-husband. Because we're, like, trying to have kids that have lives. Like, but, out of courtesy, I feel like you asked. I don't know. Is that weird? I, yeah. I would imagine, depending on who's asking for it, like, I mean, considering that you have an ex-husband, so you're going to ask that permission because you're giving it to your ex-husband. Because if things were going smooth and swimmingly, they wouldn't have been your ex-husband. So that makes total sense. But, I mean, would you have thought to ask before giving it to him if you were still together? It would have just been on the cork board, right? I think what makes it different... No, it wouldn't be on the cork board. I think what makes it different is... Mm, yeah, you make a good point. I don't know. I think that... If we weren't exes, he would have been there during that original transaction. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, it would have been a part of the original setup. Possibly. And he lives 45 minutes away. So, right now, we are in two different worlds. Completely. Like, and this, this child who's friends with my child, her parents are also divorced. So I just feel like there's so many. Let me just ask to make sure. I don't know. I feel weird about that. But then I also feel like it's a slippery slope that I would just rather to ask permission to give out numbers. Yeah. I, I mean, I, see, I can see both sides of the coin. Yeah. I can see where he would be slightly annoyed. But then I don't know. Also, what if this human being knew that human being and was like, no, please don't. True. Like, you just don't know. You just don't know. I would rather play it safe. Like, there are people I won't communicate with anymore because of our divorce. And it's not that I don't like these people. It's not that I have any beef with them at all. I'm just good, and I don't want you in my life. I don't want you to have my phone number. I don't want you to bother me. So, just out of pure consideration for another human being. I don't know, phone numbers are so weird anymore. You don't screen, I mean, I guess you can screen calls, but like, it's not like, it's not like you call this house and like five people live there. It's like, you're like, I have your number and you didn't respond. That is a weird, like, dichotomy, like, the weird, like, thing that we're at now. Like, I remember when I was a kid, you know, we would call somebody at their house and they didn't answer. Well, I guess I'll call back later. Now, like, well, they're probably dead. <laughs> are right. They, or they're ghosting me. Right, yeah. This... It becomes very personal. Yes, and this is happening with... They left me on red. Yes, with Evan. All day. Yes. You read my message and you didn't get back to me all day. Yes. How dare okay. you? This is my favorite thing about Putt-Putt. And I'm not going to lie to you. And this is, I need, I'm like, I need to fucking make note of this because somebody, I, with all of these relationships and I'm talking friendships, I'm talking dating, whatever you want to classify, any of these interchanges that I have with other human beings, I'm taking something from it. And somebody just asked what I'm getting out of this with putt putt. 
And this is something that I freaking respect the hell out of. First of all, just friends, right? Like literally we just had that discussion downstairs with the lady. It literally has to just be friends. Like I can't, because of that person's personal circumstances, we can't be anything other than friends. And so we're not dating. There's no like we're talking like it could be. There has been flirting. I can't say that there hasn't. Absolutely. We have each other's number. That's how it started. But like now there's a boundary. We can only be friends. But if I message them and don't get a response for days, there's never any effing apology. Never. And I don't care. Like it truly doesn't bother me. You have your own shit going. I know, I know the shit you have going on. If you don't respond to me, we're fine. I, it drives me nuts when someone's like, I'm sorry, I didn't respond. I'm like, no, stop. Stop fucking apologizing for being busy and having a life outside of your phone. I mean, I may not, I may or may not apologize, but I'll be like, ah, fucking slept all day. <laughs> or I will, you know, I may not apologize, but I usually will like try to explain, I guess. Maybe to you, maybe it's a little different. He has said things like, uh, the last few days have been busy, or I'm, not all the time, though, and it doesn't come out in, like, an apology. It might be like a, this has been really rough. Here's what's happened. Or, like, maybe, like, an invite to, like, engage in conversation about the hard time that it had been over the past few days. But there's never any blatant, like, I'm so sorry I never apologized or I never contacted you, blah, 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 blah. Well, you've, blah, blah. Seen, you've seen, like, the memes, like, what do you look for in a girlfriend? I well, text back fast. Shit, I got a life, bitch. <laughs> okay, that was one thing on the dating sites that drove me nuts is that those responses on both sides. Like, can we drop all of those expectations? I, like... And at the same time, I'm saying this is that one thing that I do like about him is that we do have an exchange. Um, it's not every day, but it usually is a few times a week and we talk throughout the day. Now, I do wonder now that I put that boundary up, if that's going to stick that way to be continued. But the whole, the type of girlfriend you want who responds immediately, I respond immediately. I'm like, can we just like, this is this bullshit? Are you literally just putting this bullshit out there to make it look like you're awesome? And this is really not going to happen. Are you super codependent and needy? What's happening here? I kind of wondered like how that is with like woke culture or other, you know, other things that start to creep into everyday life that wasn't there like two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. How does responding immediately equate to like woke culture? Well, well, think about like, so it's demanded of people. So like, you know, if you don't, so like you're setting those expectations, like, well, you left me unread. You read my message and then you didn't respond for 10 hours. You know, then that, you know, I don't like that. What were you doing for those 10 hours? Blah, blah, blah. Why, why, you know, why? Because you get that whole, like, <clears throat> you get that, well, am I so insignificant? You couldn't have took 15 seconds out of your day to go, I'm busy. The person that I was telling you about while we were setting up does that. Yeah. And will vent to me about seeing people they're dating doing that. Like, I see this person has been on this app and hasn't responded yet. That that very thing that you're talking about. Anyway, go ahead. 
But I'm just saying, and then like I think that that kind of creeps into where then that shows up on dating apps, and then it's like, you know, things like um, mm. pronouns and such start showing up on Instagram, where you can uh, there's an actual place to put your pronouns now, and there's a lot of things like that. I wonder like how much of an actual demand is there for that versus is it just semantics semantics placation it's placation a word because you can placate but because it placation i'm not sure but you have the internet yeah I'm not at your up. fingertips we'll pretend let's make it a word i like it placation so yes. you know you know they're they're placating you because you know and because typically when i see like the we're just going to step in the pronoun thing for just a minute usually when i see that it's the obvious you know, the obvious ones list them out. Yes, and... The cisgender people are saying, you know, their actual, you know, like it's he, him. Yeah. Okay, no shit. Yeah, and I, like I'm, like the pronoun thing I feel like is least, I don't want to say bothersome, that's not the right word that I feel for it, but it's the only word that I have now for it, so sorry if that offends you. I don't have a better word. If you know me, you know why. Um... It's literally, like, the least thing that, like, gives me any sort of, like, twitchy feelings, the pronoun thing. Um, like, for me, it's not a big deal because chances are it's going to be so few and far between yeah. that it's not going to be something that you have to have at the forefront of your brain. But then again, I know that that's something that is coming, at least the way that it seems now, to where we may get to where everybody you meet is going to be something different and trying to keep that straight is going to drive me bananas. I don't, I think though that first of all, here's, there's like a, like an approach we need to take to this one. If you have preferred pronouns, please be kind to those of us who are not used to having to think about that. Us old folk who it's a little bit harder to learn new things. It's easy. It's, it's not easy, but it's like, it's, it's, it's possible to learn new things, but like, it's going to take us a minute to get used to getting into that habit. But secondly, I think that we also, us old folk need to make sure we're evolving in that way as well. Oh, of like, course. Like, like there just needs to be that equal understanding from both sides. Hey, I'm going to meet you halfway. Please meet me halfway. But I'm going to meet you. I'm going to run into people in public and I don't even know their fucking name. Yes, and those are the people that need to be understanding that we. Well, don't I mean, because I mean, I can know, I, I can run into people, and it happens all the time. I run into people with with the woman, and like I go to introduce them, and like their name is fucking poof gone. I can tell you 10, 15 things we've done together. Yes. Places we've gone, shit we've done. Mm -hmm. Their name gone. This and I'm supposed to remember, like, what they want to be called. That's gonna fucking fuck with my head. But I think that it only matters most when you have a close relationship with someone. And I could totally be wrong, but that's how I would feel about it. If I had a preferred pronoun and somebody who didn't know me very well didn't know that, it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, but I do see what you're saying. And that happened to me, bouldering. There, was, there were people that I... So I went with three people. One person who... Um, I met through a friend and we are face or not Facebook. We are Instagram like friends once in a while, say things back and forth. I saw that she goes climbing somewhere. So I was like, Hey, have you been to this place and done this? And she was like, no. And I was like, dude, you want to go together? Great. 
so like we are literally acquaintance level, right? Like I, I barely knew her name and only knew it because of Instagram. She brought two people. I didn't know their names. And then thank God one of them added me on Facebook. I, the guy's name, well, I won't say it, but thank God she added me on Facebook because I don't remember people's names either, like at all. I had the best time on Sunday night. We were together three and a half, four hours. Didn't know your name the entire time, even though we introduced ourselves. It doesn't fucking matter. No. It's like, I mean, and, and I know that there's probably people out there who would get irritated and annoyed with that, but like, I mean, I could know you for a long time and then get into a situation where I think it's like a weird mental block where you go to introduce people. Mm -hmm. And usually I let them introduce themselves and it fucking comes off so rude. It makes me feel like a total asshole. Mm. But I'm at the same time, your name is not in my brain at that very moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I wasn't anticipating seeing you or there's too many people in there. But like, and but as soon as I hear the name, I'm like, oh shit. And, and, and it doesn't mean that I don't care about them. It doesn't mean that I don't have memories. It doesn't mean that I don't, you know, have a fondness or whatever for them. Uh -huh. But like, there's just something It just, oh, it's, it's so shitty. And then I, that's the one thing that's been plaguing my brain. Like if I'm having trouble remembering your name and I know who you are mm -hmm. and I know we've been through X, Y, and Z, how the fuck am I going to try to remember what you prefer to be called in the middle of a conversation? And I under, and, and to me that that's a that's I mean that's an anxiety inducing thing because I don't want to make people mad. Yeah, and I think though that like somebody who truly knows who you are will be okay with that. I don't know. There's going to be a give and a take with it. But I don't most people I know don't have preferred pronouns. Yeah. But I see it because I know I have some, you know, I have a few people out there that I know that have that they say, you know, my preferred pronouns are they, them, and I'm not yeah. he or she, you know, it doesn't really, I'm like, cool. There's one. Right. And that's, it's just like one at a time. Yeah. It's Maybe gonna... that's the thing. You just only take on one at a time. I can only take on one new friend that has preferred pronouns one at a time. <laughs> cause there was a, uh, cause there was a uh, line in a Netflix show called one day at a time. It was basically like a rehash of a 70s show mm -hmm. called One Day at a Time. And there was a scene where the girl had all of her friends over and each and every one of her friends, there was like five, maybe six different friends, and they all had their own pronouns. And as they were all leaving, she was saying, you know, they're all pronouns, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, I'm not doing that. I can't, I mean, it, it, it's not a defiance thing. It's like my brain would probably fucking melt down. Trying to get that, I can barely get the normal words out of my fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I'm the same way. About like getting normal words out. I mean, just trying to get, just trying to get my normal everyday thoughts across. Mm -hmm. And I think like, you know, you know, people don't like things like keto police. They don't like, you know, whatever. Now there's going to be pronoun police, and there's going to be. I don't need that shit in my life. Mm -hmm. None of us do. I don't want to be policed into that. You know, now there's like. People don't understand why you don't think that, you know, like, we're talking about the vaccines and shit. Like, vaccines, passports, and shit are fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. No one needs to know what I, what I, you know, well, you can't come into this building. Okay, I guess I'm not fucking going into the building. Because mm -hmm. I know tomorrow night I've got a show to go to, and I probably, and I have to take my vaccine card with me, probably, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have to, I was going to go to Bilber next month. Oh, I'd and, love to. And I... Inquired about that. 
with the guy who I was going to go with. And um, he said he has a girlfriend now and he's taking her. And I was like, no, okay, that's fine. I mean, it really is fine, but like. That's kind of shitty though. Why? Because if you'd made plans to go somewhere with somebody and now they've got a girlfriend, they're taking them instead of you. I mean, it's shitty on two different levels, I guess. It's shitty because, one, you now you don't get to go to see Bill Burr. Call That's... us Bill Burr. We want to go to your show. Yeah. Did those just die? Probably. No, they're still on. What happened? I think it disconnected from it though. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, my Bluetooth on my phone has been weird. I wonder if I have a I wonder if I have a phone update that I need to do. You know? Yeah. It says it's connected now. Alright, so we were saying um it's shitty because I don't get to see Bill Burr now. And what else? Yeah, and then I mean that it's but it's also a shitty situation for him because he's got a new girlfriend. He couldn't go taking you to a show that, you know. I mean I think here's the thing about it. First of all, this guy is somebody I went to high school with, lives far away. Yeah. I know that back in the day, he really liked me. Um, so I think that he, like he, when we don't talk a whole lot, I think he was just like, first of all, we used to be really close. He used to have like crush on me. I'm kind of hot now. Like, he leans in, he reaches out and he's like, hey, do you want to go? Sure, why not? But you're hot now? Yeah. You know. Um, apparently. I mean, I have always been. But I shower these days. <laughs> okay, so, and he had these tickets already. Like, they were purchased not with the idea of him and I going together. They were existing tickets. He had it with someone else. And then he was like, can't go. Would you like to go with me? And I was like, sure. And he's like, well, now I have a girlfriend. I'm going to take her. Is that fine? I'm like, that's, that's whatever. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like. I mean, you're not giving up the coochie coupon, so. Right. And it's not also like, like it, like, it was not like he and I were like, let's go do this together. Like, I had jumped aboard the wagon for a moment, and now I'm getting booted off by somebody he has a relationship with. That's still, I mean, it's still like, I would still be like, look. No, that's not okay. It's not. I mean, it's still like, <laughs> maybe just because it's Bill Burr. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd yeah. be like, I was like, what would Bill Burr do in that situation? <laughs> we should reach out to him and ask. Should. And see if he'd respond. Somebody has tickets to your show. <laughs> well, I got ditched off the wagon. Any chance I can come? You could get her back in here and see what she would have to say about the whole thing. This is one episode I had to edit a fuck ton on this episode. Why? I gotta cut shit out. Mm. Yeah, we talk about putt putt. Yeah. I really, there's a hair stuck to my mouth. I really like whoever gave me that fucking nickname, putt putt. That's a good one. Yeah. Bill Burr. Can't go see him anymore. I've never seen him. I've never seen any of my favorite comedians before. Tom this... Segura's coming next next year, and I, I think I'm gonna do it. I didn't look at how much tickets were. I just was like, oh, there's a tour. He fucking cracks me up. Yeah. I, so that's what I did. What day was it that I was really productive? Sunday? I 
put on all of his Netflix specials and just listened to it while getting shit done. He's hilarious. Like, relatable. Hilarious. I like the story time comedians. Like, the comedians that can tell a really well laid out story. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I think, like, Joe Rogan's good. I like... I've not really got too much into... Uh, I've never listened to Joey's comedy that much. Joey? Who are you talking about? Um, Joey Diaz? Mm, I don't know either. I'm really close with Rogan and all. Like, the basically like the Rogan I mean, crew. I, I know his name. I think I don't know how. Like I was thinking of like so there was a uh, there was a a thing like Rogan was on a podcast. It was on the Kill Tony podcast a couple months ago, and I was watching it the other night. Mm-hmm. And basically, this podcast they bring up these people and they do sixty seconds of comedy, whether it's their very first time being on this show or they're like really new comedians and stuff. And here's Joe Rogan sitting here. So you're doing like the sixty second worth of comedy sitting right in front of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan was, like, sitting there like he was so uncomfortable. Like, because some of the comedy was fucking terrible. Yeah. To expect. And some of the people are doing it for, like, five years. Like, wait, you're this bad still? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody said it like that. But, like, well, some of them were kind of funny. And then it was just, like, but then he would interact with people I think he thought were okay. Then the people he didn't, he just kind of was like, no, nah, I'm not talking to you. Because this is I'm not going to, you know, kind of not say something if I can't say something nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, man, because I've always wanted to do comedy. And I was like, how awful would that be? Trying to do comedy and then, like, your first couple of times going up and doing this 60-second, which is probably a difficult thing because you're, you're a cold open, 60 seconds to get the audience on board with you. Yeah, that's not And wrong. then you're doing that next to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like fucking nightmare fuel. I mean, that's also partly because you, like, worship Joe Rogan. Maybe. I don't know if I worship him. What? I'm a fan. You have phones. Well, I would do that because if I... Because I know how much my phone fucks with me now. And if it got worse, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just have to have hardcore boundaries. Yeah, and I'm very bad with that. Yeah. So, again, going back to my whole thing, like, you know, make my life, make whatever I'm doing fit my lifestyle. Like, fit me. I have to know me. Because there's a, there's a woman that I what follow. What do I hear? Hmm? What do you hear? These? Is it just really delayed? Maybe. Okay, sorry. It was, the delay is what's bothering me. Because, like, you would stop talking and I would still hear it. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) But, so there's a lady that I follow and she's trying to do like this, not overeating. She's eating, she's like 400 pounds, trying to get under 400 pounds. And my whole thing was like, okay, I understand that I have an overeating problem. Mm -hmm. That I will eat more than I should. So I build in to what I'm going to eat to help negate that. So I'm not going to go and eat potatoes and macaroni and cheese and shit. That's why I do like more, you know, primarily the meat, eggs, and veggies and shit. Because veggies are fairly low calorie, but I don't necessarily pay attention to calories. Mm-hmm. 
And I know there's different schools of thought with that and people like, well, calories do matter than people who calories don't matter. Yeah. And I, I think there's a, a mix. I think it does and doesn't. I think it's a matter of more of hormonal, like what that food's going to do to the inside of you. Sort of like once you eat that food, what kind of hormone response are you getting from that food? Not just the cow, not, not the caloric density yeah. and all that shit. It's as complex as our entire system. Yes. It's yeah. not. And the people who always go back to it's thermodynamics, you're a fucking idiot. Because it's not like thermodynamics. I mean, you could even, if it's a, it could be a healthy food that causes you inflammation and you can gain weight from it. Mm -hmm. People who like, yeah, like you A could, vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you could be getting the wrong, you buy the wrong brand of vegetables and they use a chemical in their processing. Right. That fucks with you. Right. Calories are still the same, but your body reacts differently. Yes. So. You could be stressed out. Yeah. The cortisol, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Variables. So yeah. So many of them. So I try to eliminate as many as I can. Like, that's why I do the carnivore thing right now, because meat, eggs, I don't I'm wake up feeling like shit. So fucking hungry. You are. I really am. And I don't understand why. You said eggs, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Does McDonald's even serve breakfast sandwiches during the day now? I would not go get a breakfast sandwich. You would not? Mm-mm. What would you go get? I don't go get any food. I just go home. Well, I know, but you're going to go home and you're going to get food. What would you mm -hmm. get? What would I eat? Well, we're running low on food, so I'll either make just like a turkey sandwich or maybe avocado toast with... Bougie. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never had avocado toast. My favorite thing right now is toast with avocado, salmon, a poached egg, and some bagel seasoning. And arugula with that would be like up here. That's my, like, you want to serve me a meal right now that I would fucking love you for? That's it. I don't have bread, avocado, arugula. Got the egg. And I, I don't think there's any salmon either. Garden table has it all. It's so good. Oh my God. Now I want it really bad poached egg on that shit well go eat i don't know what time is it it's we've been doing this for two hours i gotta cut out like 30 minutes though <laughs> I'm cut out like it's two o'clock oh is it mm -hmm. yeah we should probably wrap up anyway i gotta pee again why do i have to pee so much here <laughs>